ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 96, and we are ready to talk all things Las Aguilas del America. We have the Veracruz game to break down. We got Lady Aguila news. We have news to break to you in regards to the upcoming friendly if you're in Houston. So we got plenty and plenty to talk about. But without without getting any further into the details of this show, let me introduce, as always, my co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo. Christian, how's, uh, how's New York? Cold. Cold. Like very, very cold. I have a nice mug of tea right here that I'm going to be sipping on as this podcast goes on because it's freezing over here. Nice. I, I think I saw like two or three penguins walk by in the background. So Yes, yes. They're, they're my pets actually, but don't mind them. They're, they're not going to bother us tonight. Don't worry. Alrighty then. They're well trained, I would imagine. Well trained. And needless to say, they go for America, right? Yes, of course. Yes, they go for America. Sorry, I tried to <laughs> my mic there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got plenty to talk about, Christian. Um, we got um, Aguilas uh, in regards to the ladies and, and the big classical coming up for them. We have the Veracruz game to break down. We have potential uh, potential places where our team can finish in regards to the Liga. So plenty and plenty to talk about, and we'll go into a little bit of in-depth of what was the regular season for us since it is over. We're done. And we're just waiting for the last uh, the last week of the Liga Mekki. So, plenty to talk about. And for those of you wondering, where is Cowboy Dan? Why is he not on here? Well, he is actually on his way to Houston right now as we speak. He's actually going from town to town. And he's going around and he's spreading the America word and the America joy. The way only Cowboy Dan knows how to. That's amazing. That is amazing. So, if you're, if, if you're in... On its way, make sure you guys say hi to Cowboy Dan. He's going to be stopping by. He's going to be saying hello. He's going to be doing his thing. And he's going to be trying to spread the cheer and joy of Las Aguilas de la America. Since the holidays are coming up already. Yes, no, I'm excited. It's, uh, it's that time of the year again. It is that time of the year. Definitely that time of the year. So we should have Santa Claus ha- take a break and then we just have Cowboy Dan do his job. For, I, think, for Christmas. I think Dylan would be up for that, 100%. I think so. I, I, I think Dylan would do a very good job at delivering presents. Are you calling Dylan fat? No, I was trying not to go there. was what I was trying to go. I'm not. Dylan, we we here. We love you. It's not what we're trying to say. Um, I love you. I even clearly doesn't. <laughs> we're just, we're, we're, we're completely gone off tangent here. But Dylan, I'll see you in Houston, my man. I'll see you in Houston. Um, so plenty to talk about. So let's jump straight into this question. America versus Veracruz. On uh, last Friday night, it was the last game of the season for us, and we knew that it was a must, th- uh, a must game, a must win game. We needed the vital three points. We were even a bit questioned. Uh, we were questioning the team whether or not they were able to walk over with three points. But needless to say, after the scoreline ended, uh, America ended up walking away with three points. And a very well performance, even though I think we should take it with a grain of salt because it is only Veracruz. No, yeah, 100%. Uh, I think the scoreline was something around the range where we, we, we hoped um, this team would, um, would would manage. And like you said, you know, Veracruz wasn't really playing all that bad leading up to this game. And America still had their little little flaws here and there. But uh, I think the team had the right mentality. I think, you know, Viejo really told them that, listen, you know what, we just go out there and we have to win. Um, and, you know, I think the players knew, knew the task at hand and they, they dealt with it in a professional way. I'm glad that you said Piojo told them because a lot of people are saying Alvaro Galindo was the one at the helm yeah, no, of listen, this victory. Guys, it's, Piojo. it's still Piojo. No matter who is on that sideline, we all know Piojo is still running the show, okay? 
Definitely, definitely. And you know what? You said it yourself. Uh, America had a bit of hiccups in the beginning of the match in which um, if one of these balls just finds the back of the net, this is a whole different game. It's a whole different dynamic of what we have to be questioning. But, you know, Ochoa had some pretty good decent saves. And because of that, you know, you see America walk away with uh, with the victory. You know, unfortunately for Veracruz, uh, their goalkeeper didn't have the best of nights. Uh, Sebastian Jurado. Yeah, who, no. uh, mm-hmm. After making a terrific save, then goes and blunders, uh, 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 would you imagine, an easy punch clearance. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I believe that's how our first goal goes in, no? That's Bruno Valdez's goal. Yes, it is. Oh, unbelievable. And it's just a train. It's just a domino effect after that, you know. It's a train wreck for Veracruz. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it's a shame, though, because this is one of the one of those players who, you know, the whole league just, just notices because on a week-to-week basis, he is the one that kind of maintains Veracruz and, and these games and tries his best to make them semi-competitive to this league. And, you know, it's just a shame that this whole organization and what they're going through, you know, that's something I don't think we're in the position to talk about. That's, you know, that's another story for another time. That's for but, our Veracruz you know, podcast. That's for our Veracruz podcast, and we are not that Veracruz podcast. But uh, in regards to this player, I think there's high hopes for uh, for everybody. Um, and, you know, I just hope he finds himself on a better team next season. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Catch that Veracruz podcast. It's going to be me and Dylan. We're going to talk things all Veracruz and why uh, they should move and merge into the MLS. Yes, I, that would be interesting. <laughs> uh, but back to this game, uh, it was a strong lineup, right? It was exactly oh, the, yes, the, the, the lineup that uh, that we expected. Actually, no, not the lineup we expected. You were actually a bit upset in regards to I the starting upset. 11. So maybe we start there. What? Uh, why... Um, why the why the huff and puff for Geo starting over Roger? Well, like I mentioned last podcast, and you know, actually a lot of people were actually giving me flack about this, but you know, I think people just don't understand the, my mindset in 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 a player like Joanne dos Santos, who to begin with, when coming to this team, wasn't in the best of form. Yes, I know that he started to pick up form this season, and you know, he was doing it well. But when you have an injury like that, um, that sidelines you for for about for about a month or so, you know, it's very hard to really integrate yourself back into, you know, starting 11 form. And the fact that Piojo just thinks that he, he he's above the pecking order of Roger Martinez or even Andres Ibargan is a little bit baffling to me. Um, yes, I know it's Veracruz. Yes, I know this pike, this could be a game to get him into rhythm, but I just don't think that he deserved that, that spot. You know, I would have much rather have seen uh, Cordoba or even Ibargan there. I understand giving Roger a rest. That's fine, and everything that's going around him, I, I understand that move. But you know, just uh, the Jovan Santos uh, thing did, didn't sit well with me, honestly. Okay, interesting. But how did you see him in that game? Because I honestly enjoyed Gio in this match. Uh, he was all right. I mean, I mean, he didn't have I mean, a, I, a that crazy good game of a match. I can understand that, but he, he I, didn't. I, I think when he, he had have... the ball on his feet, I think he did. Th- I, I think he did things well. I mean, yeah, he did do things well, but, you know, we all got to take in kind of the opponent. You know, it is Veracruz as well. And I guess that was Piojo's kind of, I guess, goal into getting him into playing time with, the, you know, with the team like Veracruz. Just to get his thing going. But I also remember that you have a, a friendly coming up in Houston that you could always, oh, you know, you could do that there as well. Um, I guess it's just getting the reps in. But, um, but I don't know. It, that, that's just kind of my opinion. Um, honestly, I would go out on the limb and just say this, that I don't think Gio should start for us for the rest of the season. I think if you really, really want to, you know, 
to grant him just start do it starting next season. But for this season, I think Roger Martinez kind of has that left wing tied up. No, yeah, and and I don't think you're gonna see that in the league. Yeah, I think Roger starts in this in in, mm. in all cases, but um, this is a very big curve up he threw at us. It is, but I I could see why he threw it. Is what I'm trying to say. You know, I can see it too. I just didn't like it. Another curveball he threw was Nico Castillo starting. Now that's a curveball I didn't see as well. I had I had Henry as the lone nine and then the Cordova right behind him. So I don't know. Give me your thoughts on Nico Castillo. Did you did you like him starting? Because obviously he had a good performance along with Henry Martin. I I did. I I thoroughly enjoyed Nico. I I think I think we saw a partnership uh, finally flourish and 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 blossom into what we hoped and expected. Again, it's only Veracruz, right? So right, you, you got to take these kind of performances with a grain of salt. But exactly. the little bit of things that you can take away from, and also remember, it's an away game down at Veracruz. It you know mm-hmm. so the out uh, the humidity, all that plays a factor to it. Um, the rain and everything that happened, the terrain, you know, still. I think we saw some really good and interesting things, and I think we're going to see that partnership up front for the rest of the year. Yes, because um, for everyone that doesn't know, Nico did pick up a, a slight injury in this match, but he, um, we have word that he will be clear to play uh, at the start of the year. So I think you're right. I think this is a partnership that we will see, and it's just came out of the blue, you know? I know that you know both haven't been available for Piojo kind of this whole season, uh, in a sense, and, you know, the first opportunity he gets he just pre-puts them in together and you know you can see what this partnership does it's nico assisting henry henry assisting nico it was it, it was a it was a beauty to watch in my opinion it really was it really really was and then you saw the team kind of take advantage of that henry grabbing himself a hat trick this match mm-hmm. tremendous yes this is the best season he's had for us in regards to goal scoring oh of course i this mean this is the best season i think by far in an america jersey yeah so I, I think he needs to capitalize this keep riding it and, and we mentioned how important momentum was coming into the Liga, and we said this was the last game the, in the last game possible to build some momentum going forward yes um in the league play and uh, they took they took to they took to the field and they actually got that advantage going for them so you know you saw henry get himself into rhythm. Nico get back into the form of things. You know, Gio get a couple of minutes and actually feel well on the ball. You know, you mm-hmm. saw Richard Sanchez adapt himself even more into this game. You know, this is a player I love that, Richard that, uh, that actually kind of impressed you, you know. And again, I, I think you mentioned it too in, when we were talking about it. it was, yes, you take it with with uh, you take it with a bit of precaution because it is Veracruz, but the things that you saw him do was things he wasn't doing prior and yeah, I think it's just he's adapting more. He's he's integrating himself more into Piojo's team the way Piojo wants him to. And then it's Correct. just a matter of fact of him actually blossoming into the player that we know he can be. You know, because he mm-hmm. came to this team because of uh, because the team saw something in him. There's a reason why the national team keeps calling him up. You know, it's it's he's a good he's a really really good player that can turn into an even better player with more time given. Right, and I like how you know he's been patient. You know, you really haven't heard anything. From him saying, you know, he demands more playing time or, you know, feeling upset or anything. He's, I think he's a player that understands the situation. And when he gets the opportunity, he's going to perform. And he got the opportunity on Saturday, on Friday night, I'm sorry. And he performed. I thoroughly enjoyed Richard Sanchez. And for me, probably behind Nico and Henry, probably the best player on that on that pitch. And you kind, of, you kind of just see how the midfield just flows a little bit better when you have a more defensive-minded player alongside Guido and Richard Sanchez also has some offensive capabilities, and you you saw that throughout the match. So I think he's a perfect fit for Guido, at least for the remainder of this season, to kind of be his partner in, in that in that center mid. 
will be an interesting asset to us coming into the league yeah, and whether or not we will crown ourselves champions. I think that midfield partnership is going to be key and vital as to whether or not America go as far as we want them to. So exactly, that's uh, that's good to see that they're you know that they're building a little bit more chemistry. Um, and yeah, you know, you saw you know Renato Ibarra, Renato Ibarra. Um, nothing too special from him. Just had a pretty yep. good game. Uh, Paulo Aguilar, I think, had a much better game this match. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the partnership. It was nice to see. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to point out that it was nice to see Jorge Sanchez return as well. Definitely. You know, it, it, he had himself some pretty good uh, moments uh, up top in the final third uh, yep. where he took on a couple players, was, you mm-hmm. know, about to give a Thoroughly couple Thoroughly impressed. Yeah, so yeah. it's nice impressed. to see him come back into the swing of things and actually, you know, pick up right where he left off. Uh, exactly, and then the center back partnership. I mean, they got a clean sheet. That's all, <laughs> that's all we yeah, can really say. Clean sheet. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you said, you know, take it with a grain of salt. You know, yeah. not not because we clean sheet Veracruz, we're going to say, oh, defense is back. You know, I think I think we still have a little couple hurdles to get over before we can kind of really really claim that that they're back. But you know, this is a good start, good momentum, and I just hope they they can continue to carry this uh this on throughout the throughout the league. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. So America ends up winning this game five to zero, and and really, all you guys really need to know in this matchup is that it was America for about ninety percent of this match, Veracruz for about ten percent. Um, I mean, you know, goal scorers Bruno Valdez, you had Nico Castillo, and then three goals from Henry Martin. Uh, good mm-hmm. to see Bruno get back on the score sheet, actually. Yeah. Oh no, it was great. You know, it kind of brings flashbacks to that to that run we had when Bruno and Emma were just scoring everything. So. You know, may, can can we see a repeat of that? You know, I sure wouldn't wouldn't mind it to be honest. Yeah, we're definitely gonna need them to be scoring <laughs> a little bit more if we want want to go further into this competition. But, um, you know, to to really just sum this game up, it it was exactly what you wanted to see from America. Not the first opening minutes, of course, because you thought maybe Veracruz could get something here and there. But I think you know, once the goals started coming in, the, the, the Veracruz ended up kind of just kind of, you know putting their heads down but I think the most important thing and the most vital thing that I take away from this game was America was easily up 3-0 already and could have easily have said all right we got a, we got the job done no need to to force ourselves to do more but they did mm-hmm. they went out they looked for more and they got more chances and they went forward and, and we even missed a couple of chances here and there you know? yeah no so I think I think that was the correct mindset as well I think people might be like we're acting like bullies but I don't think so I think you know, you have another professional team in front of you, and the objective is to score. I think, in my opinion, as many as you can, just kind of boost that confidence. So, you know, I, I, I think it was a the right incorrect mindset that this team just kept going for more. So, I mean, props to Piojo because he could have easily have said, you know what, yeah. we're not going to risk it. Why? And we've seen, it? and we've seen those cautious approaches uh, from Piojo before. You know, I think it's uh, it's good to see him kind of implement that into the players that that mindset of you know it's it's all or nothing. You know, go out there and. Simply just give it your all, and whatever comes, comes. No, yeah, most definitely, especially going into the league. Yeah, we, we cannot, uh, we, we we cannot keep saying that enough. It's important for the for this team to just completely, completely be ready and set for what's to come in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's the unfortunate thing about it is you're done. You're completely done. You have a friendly yes coming up, and that's practically all you have because the next week you're not gonna be playing. And then, you know, then you have to wait until the table's all set and done for you to actually realize who your opponent's going to be. 
So it's not yeah. like you can prepare yourself ahead. It's not like you can say, okay, I kind of know who I'm going to be playing. I can kind of strategize. I can kind of, you know, practice and, and fine tune my mm-hmm. team for that game. You don't have that option. You, you really don't. You don't. So mm-hmm. it's it's really up, up, up in the air for America right now. So uh, this friendly will be important, will be crucial, but I think it's going to be more important for the people, for the players returning back from injury that are going to benefit from this game more than anything because we do have plenty and plenty of players that are going to be missing from this uh, from, from from this uh, roster because of international duties. Yeah, no, uh, I think I completely agree with everything you just said. So I think this this friendly in Houston should serve as um as kind of a warm up for you know the the usual players like Aguilera, um and them. So. You know, um, I'm interested to see how how this team kind of prepares itself mentally because it's three weeks before you see the pitch again. And, you know, some people might say it's an event because we get a rest, but, you know, I think we're looking more as a tactical and strategical aspect and seeing how it could be a huge disadvantage as well because now you're three weeks without a, without a competitive match. And um, while everyone plays in the last week, you're just sitting there watching. So, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how this turns out, and I'm excited to find out who, who, who we get in the year. No, yeah, definitely. And talking about Ligia and, and, and seeing how it, all things ended, America is sitting right now pretty in, in third place, but not by a long shot and probably might not even end up in third place. If the Ligia Correct. was to start as of today, our opponent would be right now uh, Querétaro, if Correct. I'm not mistaken. But mm-hmm. every one of those teams in the top eight still have a game in hand. And yes. it looks like, I think we were talking about this before coming on air, was that uh, the possibility of us finishing fifth or sixth is still out there. It's extremely, extremely likely that we would finish our fifth or sixth due to the opponents of Tigres and Querétaro and León. So um, definitely, you know, I know we don't play this weekend, but if you're really looking to see who we're going to play, I recommend watching every single game this weekend because every single game low-key has a very, you know, uh, impact on us and where where we end up in the table. So Leon have Tijuana, and uh, I believe that's, and that's a classic for game. them. No, well, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't speak to that. Um, but I will say this though: that's going to be a huge game because Tijuana need to win in order to get into Liguilla too. So you know that's going to be a, a good a good match. You know, any team that's fighting to get into Liguilla, um, it's it's going to be a great match. And then Tigres will have Juarez away. So well, I mean. Uh, <clears throat> That Damn. one's that so one's if, looking like Tigres might just win that one. Exactly. So if Tigres win that, they will end up at thirty-two points, which knocks us down to fourth now. Uh, granted, if Leon or Querétaro don't win, then we would end up fourth if Tigres wins and Leon actually and fifth loses. because Necaxa is at thirty-one points as well. So Correct. Necaxa would drop. Correct. Only ahead Necaxa of us because would of goal too. difference. They're, they're, three goal diff by three goals by the way. So if America would have maybe scored a little bit more goals against Veracruz, maybe this could situation, have been yep. yeah, this situation mm-hmm. could have been. And averted. and they were they were saying that throughout their match, you know, once we got to that fourth goal mark, all the commentators started saying, you know what, listen guys, it's still kind of a little relatively early in the match. You know, America only need maybe a little bit, you know, three, four more goals here, and they could find themselves in second place. So. Um, I think that was the mindset as well for Piojo to kind of just start scoring as much as you can just in case an opportunity like this arises. Because we, we never know if Nikaxa might get blown out in their last match and then, well, we got an opportunity there. So, you know, anything is possible. It's going to be a crazy last week. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. <laughs> if Nikaxa go up against Puebla in the last game. Uh... Puebla, listen, Francisco, I'm talking to you, my man. <laughs> go down there and tell him to rile up the troops. The... And rile up the troops and start scoring them goals, baby. And then, of course, Querétaro 
uh, wrap up the match uh, with uh, Monarcas. Wow, Monarcas in seventh place, and they also need a win to secure to kind their of, spot. To secure their spot, that's six and seven playing with each other. Any outcome there can influence their Ligia position and Ligia if they even make it to Ligia, like you just pointed out. So. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, honestly, this is probably one of the weekends that I will tune into other matches and just to see how everything's, how everyone's going, how everyone's doing, just in the pure aspect to see who we're going to play. Unbelievable. It's going to be madness for us America fans who are just going to be kind of glued to the table, I mean to the screens, and uh, just kind of wondering what's going to be the outcome for these games. So make sure you guys do stay tuned with that. We'll keep you guys up to date with all things Ligia in regards to this weekend. Even though we mm. won't be live tweeting, we will keep an eye on this. And we will update you guys minute for minute as how things are going. And what the potential outcome of the Ligia would look like if the results yes. were to stay. So make sure you guys do, do stay tuned to that. It's going to be at Resaca America US over on Twitter. And at Resaca America underscore US over on Instagram. You don't want to miss anything because we will keep you guys up to date with all things America and the Ligia. So, Christian, talk to me. How you how you thinking? How you thinking America is going to end up in the table? Where is your prediction at? Wow. Listen, in in a, in the league like Liga MX, anything is possible. I think we've all learned and and love love this league for that reason. I guess when it goes in our favor, we love it. But you know, when it does it, we kind of hate it. But uh, having said that, though, I. I don't see Leon losing. I don't say I don't see Tigres losing. This Querétaro and Morelia is probably gonna be the difference maker to me. So I think we end up I think we end up fifth. Fifth. I think we end up second. You think all those things are gonna lose and Puebla comes out and rallies the troops? Pretty much, man. <laughs> okay. I got to I mean, be not... hopeful and optimistic here, man. Listen, I'm definitely not opposed to ending second, 100%. I don't care if we end Can second. Can you believe that? <laughs> you don't even I'm... you don't even play a single game in the last week, and you somehow mm-hmm. end up in second place. You go up one You go up one place in the table without even playing. Listen. You know what this that's called? That season. I don't. I don't know if you remember this season, but this is the season where America was fighting to get into Ligia, and they needed like five outcomes to happen in order for them to to make it, and and everything happened, and they actually made it. Um. So you know, can it happen? Of course, it can happen. Will it happen? You know, that's just up to the the Liga MX guys to to decide. I believe it will happen because you know what? If that happens, that's why we're Elmas Grande. I mean, we're Elmas Grande regardless, right? Yeah, but that's called being Elmas Grande. You know, you don't play a single game in the last. And you finish week second. And you finish <laughs> second place. That's that's greatness if I've ever seen before. That uh, is very true. But yeah, that's that's ridiculously that's that's funny. But uh, yeah, without further ado, let's uh, let's let's talk about the the end of the campaign for this America side. How did you how did you see this team in the regular season now that it's over? Well, if I had a, if I had to give them a grade, um, I guess that's kind of whether you're you're taking this. Um, with everything happened with players leaving, the injuries, the suspensions, you know, and what we all had to work with for like four weeks with just you know you you twenty three guys. Um, honestly, I think it's a B minus. Um, I think I think the defense really tanked it this season. Um, you know, giving up giving up that amount of goals and, and some of these matches that we played were just horrific. Um, you know, that, that that's not a defense that is worthy to, to play for this club. But um, 
I have hope in them that they that they're gonna bounce back in Ligia because I they they've all been there of course you know they they know how to win Ligias and how to and how to take this team to glory you know so I do have that hope in them that they're gonna bounce back but just throughout the whole season just talking about the whole season they they just weren't good for me good enough for me I should say um some of the players that excuse me some of the players that are usually starting 11 uh players like um like Ujata still didn't really impress me this season um you know Paul Aguilar another one uh Jorge Sanchez had had his iffy games here and there so you know all as a whole it could have been a lot better but the fact that we're all saying this and we still ended up third after everything you know after we're done you know it's, it has to say something it has to say that this team has grit this this team you know they lay everything down on the line when it matters, and you know I just hope that they continue with that mindset in Ligia. No, yeah, I I think I agree with your with your grade. A B minus is is a, I think a solid shout for this team. Um, you know, as much as we talk about injuries and players leaving and stuff like that, it sounds like an excuse, and maybe some people would take it as an excuse, but we're not saying it. it you know, we're not saying oh woe is me. Like that's just the facts and. That's it. That's all we can say about it. America doesn't have the right to say, yeah, because of this, we ended in this. It was, you know, because of this, and that's all. You know, there's, there's, exactly. there, there's, there's no way America with, uh, with, with kind of the, uh, the resilience that is this club and, and, and what it, the high standards that it's meant to be and, and, and it's put to be finishing in third place, 31 points. Probably could have done better. Should have done better, actually. Should have done better, yeah. So I, you're right. You know, it, we we tank some of these results. You know, some of these games in which we drew consistently, you should have gotten the outcome. How mm-hmm. important would an extra three points be at this stage of the, of, Listen, of the season? Right. Would have been everything. It guarantees you home field for at least the first match. So you know, right now we're playing. You know, we're basically playing dice at this moment, and we don't know yes. what we're rolling here, but. We gotta be optimistic, but at the end of the day, this team I think showed a bit of resilience, some grit, like you said, to to you know, especially the young players that had to come out and and, and you know put uh, put themselves on in, in the line of fire for, mm-hmm. for this team. So you know, props to them and and, and props to to Biojo for being able to you know get the best out of these young players and in the meantime and uh, and we saw the team you know bounce back a little bit, had a little bit of uh, moments of doubt, but. I think overall the team merits a B minus, and at the end of the day, if they lift the title, then obviously their grade will automatically go to an A plus. But it's going to be up to them, and I think that they they we have the talent, we have the squad, and it's, it's really going to be up to the players. Yeah, hundred percent. No, hundred percent agree. So the regular season could have should have been better, and uh, I think we're just going to leave it at that for right now. Won't go down into too much detail of it. We'll break it down once the end of the season comes. Hopefully, it's uh, it's after America lifts the title. But if not, we're going to have to be a little bit more clear and, and realistic to how we're going to be grading them, regardless of how things end up in the Ligia. So it should be a fun, interesting topic to talk about. But we will leave that for a later time. But uh, I believe that's all the news we have in regards to the men's. That is true. That's that all is true. Although there is this crazy rumor going around that uh, some uh, some kid is uh, is probably on his way back to the to the home. Talk about that Linus kid. That Linus kid. Don't know him. What do you uh, What are your thoughts on that? False. False. What if it was False. true? 
Would you would you um, would you welcome him back with open arms? I mean, of course. You know, I think that's uh, that's just that that's our boy. You know, that's our boy. We, you know, I I'm still a little bit opposed that he left a little bit early because I think I think literally everyone said you know just stay another season and you know you'll you'll be a little bit better going going off in the in the Clausura. But I, for whatever reason, he decided to jump ship in the in the winter and. Um, well, I don't know. I it looks like it's not paying out for him just yet. Um, and search for another for more minutes is the right move. If he comes back, listen, great because we need we need a little bit of reinforcement in that in that in that left flank as well. So, you know, I, I'd be happy to have him back. Would you start him over Roger? If Roger stays now. Wow, interesting. He definitely is not coming back for more minutes. And if he's not starting, <laughs> I mean, you can put him in the camp where he likes to play. I like him. I like him better than Roger. Just saying. But that's you. That's uh, that's neither here nor there because he's not at the club, nor is he coming back. Anytime exactly. Soon. So, so we don't we, we don't have to worry about that, honestly. Oh, yeah. And so, then <laughs> tomorrow, uh, welcome back, Linus. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> uh, damn. Well, <laughs> time, to, time to delete this one. Time to delete this podcast. Uh, no, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, so let's talk about the last bit of news in regards to the men's side, and is this friendly coming up against Monterrey in Houston? What an exciting matchup to be at because it's the first time these two teams meet um, in a friendly over there in in uh, Houston. So it should be interesting to see. Uh, the fans are excited. We're talking to a couple of people who live over there in Houston. Uh, they're they're ready to go for this Saturday. They're extremely excited. Uh, you know, uh, for those of you who are listening to this and will be attending to the match, please do come say hi. I will be down there. Cowboy Dan will be down there. I know all of you guys are going to want his autograph, so make sure you guys stop on by. He'll give you a picture. He'll give you a howdy. And, uh, yeah, he'll uh, <laughs> he'll treat you the, the cowboy way. So make sure you guys do stop on by. We're excited. We're extremely humbled to be down there as well. So uh, thank you to everyone, really, for making this a possibility, uh, for giving us yet another opportunity to go make you guys, uh, you know, feel right at uh, at the center of all of this as we bring you guys live coverage from the stadium and from Houston. We can't wait to get uh we can't wait to get down there. We can't wait to start bringing the live coverage. And we can't wait for this game because um even though it is tainted as one of these kind of friendlies where the U23 is going to be more involved than anything, I think um I, I think you have to be a little bit more optimistic about this matchup and say, you know what? You still have some pretty good players that are going to be out there on the pitch and uh should be interesting to see what the outcome is for for this game. Mm-hmm. No, of course. Uh, first and foremost, I think it's gonna be a great uh, spect- uh, spectacle. I think the atmosphere won't let us down. I think if anything, we've known is you know fans from 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 LA and and Texas are are um are, are great. You know they're they're great to our Aguila. So that I have no I have no doubts about. You know in terms of the gameplay, you said that you know it might be U twenty three orientated, but like you said, I think there's gonna be a little bit surprises there. You know I think you can see a couple of Giovanni dos Santos there. Uh, Henry Martin. Um, so you know, it, it it should make for a good match. It really, really should make for a great match, actually. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, but yeah, it, it it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Uh, shout out to everyone who's gonna be going down there. We're gonna try to bring you guys the best, utmost coverage. And this is a bit of uh, Eagle Eye podcast news, but this is the first time we actually get to collaborate and bring a an event live with uh, more than just one person. So this should be interesting. This should be fun. It's gonna be the first time me and Dylan get to work this kind of uh, kind of event, and uh, you know, can't wait, can't wait to to make it all happen for them. I'm excited, honestly. 
yeah, no, I, I really am too. So it's just gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. Um, what can we expect from Monterrey? Probably about the same thing as America, right? You know, they got a couple of players that got called up. Um, mm-hmm. mo- I would imagine not as many as America. So, uh, you know, that's gonna give them a bit of a boost. But still, I think America can hold their own, and uh, and another great opportunity for some of these youngsters to go out and prove themselves. The thing with Monterrey is, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Okay, that, the thing with Monterrey is, um, you know, they're, they're still not in the gear. So, you know, my my thinking would be, okay, yeah, you're going to play a couple of your starters, but they're probably not going to get the full 90, of course. You know, I think they're going to want to try trying to secure that they have a, a star, a, a full a full studded squad for their upcoming matchup um, in order for them to secure their Ligia spot. So, I think I think in terms of of Monterrey, I I don't think they're going to be as as offensive as as we think. So I think they should play in, into our favor then. So we see more America goals. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's <laughs> what we're hoping for. Yeah, at the end of the day, you want the team to reward the fans, right? Because they're going to show up in numbers. They're going to fill the stadium. They're going to make the, the they're, they're going to make a party in the stands. It's going to be a real showcase. Like that's that's a given already. And I, exactly. I think I think the team really needs to give back to this to 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 this community, and uh, you know we can't wait. We, we're really mm-hmm. excited, um, and should be a good one. So for those of you out in Houston, make sure to check it. And for those of you who aren't going to be in Houston but are going to be watching the game, make sure you guys Me. tune in to our Twitter as that game is going to be live broadcasted through to the N. Uh, and uh, that game is going to be at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Central, uh, 8 Eastern. And you guys can follow all of that live match updates via Twitter and or Instagram over with our account. So we'll bring you guys up-to-date information, starting 11s, warm-up, training, you know, goals, everything. Everything and, 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 and then some, really. So hopefully you guys are excited. We are, and we can't wait. So... Anything else to add on in regards to this Houston game, Christian? Well, I think everyone that's going down there, just you know, have a good time. Um, if you can meet up with Cowboy Dan, because I promise you, he is a real, a real treat when you get to talk to him. Um, yeah, Ivan too, but Cowboy Dan better. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just joking. Uh, but no, yeah, I think it should be a, a great game, and yeah, I, I just hope everyone there in, enjoys it. No, definitely, definitely. So we can't wait to see you guys, and uh, yeah, can't wait to to bring you guys all this great live coverage so we'll be talking in the near future houston we'll be seeing you guys very very soon so with that said let's move on to our last segment of the podcast and it's probably one of the biggest segments really it is lady aguila's news and for after the unfortunate events of last week we're now looking forward to what is the Fiesta Grande for the Liga Mekis Femenil. Las Aguilas de la América will be going up against eternal rivals Chivas Rayadas de Guadalajara. It's going to be, again, the Clásico Nacional in a playoff match. Remember, these ladies saw each other not just in the regular season this time, but years past, they saw themselves in a semifinal. So now they get to play each other in a quarterfinal. America versus Chivas should be a game that you do not want to miss. And uh, and, and it should be a real spectacle, Christian. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for this one. This is one of the few matchups where, you know, I think the whole community just stops and just 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 admires what what the what the spectacle is gonna be. Um, America coming into this um, into this match as the fourth place team, she was at the fifth place team. So you know, fourth and fifth, it just doesn't get any tighter than that. Obviously, these teams are basically at the same level. Um, it's gonna be a great one. I can't wait for this one. No, yeah, definitely, and and, and it's it's just. 
you can write so much in regards to this game, right? The biggest one being it's the Clásico Nacional, right? And then mm. the second one is these ladies meet each other yet again in the season, right? Yes. And it's America gets a chance to get revenge over Chivas, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, it, the ladies came into this in in came into this season looking pretty all right, a bit shaky here and there. And then the Chivas game happened, and you thought, well, this is it. This is the season for them. That that's just it. But they completely flipped it around, and you just saw this America side completely change face, completely do a 180, and that loss against Guadalajara really, really changed the mindset of these of this team and really gelled them, I think. Really gave them a, a you know, that I, don't, I don't mean this literally, but it gave them a slap in the face in which it was like, okay, <laughs> this is real, this is, this is our reality. We need to do something to change it because we are Club America. We do have a responsibility to this team, to this club, and to these fans. And um, I, I, it completely changed after that. You saw uh, a, a bunch of different results go their way after that. You know, completely dominating some of these matches, completely being resilient and getting some good results. You know, ultimately secured themselves fourth spot. And, and, and now you're kind of, you know, riding the wave here. Chivas isn't coming into this game in the best run of form, if you're being honest with yourself, right? So you, you have to find a way to learn from the mistakes that you made in the prior matches against them and utilize them and make them into your strengths for these upcoming matches in the Liga, mm-hmm. right? The biggest one is being you have home field advantage for this matchup, which is huge, Correct. it's crucial, it's important. So learn to kind of mold yourself and, and, and get get yourself a good result at Guadalajara and then mm-hmm. take the game to them in the Azteca. No, you mentioned it. Uh, Chivas not coming into this this year in the best of form. Their last seven, they only have two wins uh, in their last seven. Meanwhile, America has has five wins in their last seven. So, you know, it's 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 just I think the matter of fact of America sticking to what they, what has been working for them and make having making Chivas adjust to them. I think that's going to be the key in this series. If if Chivas if America can figure out how Chivas is going to play this, I think this game just 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 it, it just suits better for America. Um, we we see them kind of kind of bounce back um, and and have this this resilient effort um, and motivation that kind of just 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 guides them to victory. And I expect I expect no no different. Um, I think they they will want revenge for what happened in the regular season. I think they will get it too. So this is gonna be another spectacle, and I can't wait. This is gonna be a real spectacle of this matchup, and you know this is just crazy because it's you have the ladies on Friday and then you have the men's on Saturday and then you get a day of break and then you get the ladies second leg on Monday so it, it's it's gonna be all over the place for for us in regards to this weekend uh, which is great we can't wait for it really uh, it, it should be a phenomenal weekend for football mm-hmm. but uh, yeah no you you mentioned it perfectly you know the ladies are gonna be looking for revenge and hopefully they do end up getting this you know because it just means that uh, you know They'll they'll trans, uh, keep going and transcending in this league. Yeah, and a important thing that you pointed out, and I'm so glad you did, is that that momentum is vital in a league. Whether it's the men's or the ladies side of things, momentum is key. And Chivas are coming into this with not the biggest momentum. America is. America needs to drive and carry that forward. Like you said, what's been working for them needs to continue to do so in this post, uh, in this postseason for them, right? So continue mm-hmm. to do what you're doing. Play the game that you want to play. And I think Cuellar is finally understanding his new team and, and finally understanding, okay, how can I get the best out of these ladies and how can I get them to understand the role that I want them to play? And mm-hmm. um, I, I think he found that at the right time and it's crucial and it's important. 
And, you know, hopefully the ladies can understand that, you know, this is going to be vital for them. Oh, of course, 100%. I, I think they're ready. Uh, I know they're ready. I, um, I'm pretty sure they're going to you're gonna come out and, you know, just give us a good showing. I have, I have a good um, I, I have good hope for this one. Should be a good one. Should be a fun one. And you guys can keep up to date with all things Ladies Aguilas over on our Twitter and Instagram. So make sure you guys do not uh, make sure you guys do not miss any of that. It should be a great one. So you got them going into the semifinals. I do. I got them going into the semifinals. Let us know what you guys think the outcome is going to be for that game. Should be a good one. And ladies, if you're listening to this, as always, we're rooting for you, girls. And uh, like I always say, make sure you guys always do the hashtag Lady Aguilas and show their support and show that much. Uh, how much we do end up caring and wanting them to do good because uh, you know if they win the the league title then you know nine times out of ten maybe we win the league title maybe just what happened uh, last year you know yeah definitely that's exactly what we want history to repeat itself in that sense ooh I can't wait that would be amazing alrighty well I think that is all the topics at hand unless you have anything else you want to discuss I think we're good I think we've knocked them all out uh like we said this is always going to be kind of a shorter episode uh we kind of didn't have much to talk about with this whole international break coming up yeah we have the friendly which is going to be a good thing to talk about throughout the weekend um but you know we'll have plenty of content in store for our listeners uh but yeah i think that's pretty much it right Mm -hmm. yeah just if you know you're not going to be short of any america content this weekend like i've been mentioning go to our twitter at america underscore us for everything Global America, uh, this weekend's going to be a good one. You know, Ivan and Dylan are going to do a great job at bringing you guys content. I'm sorry I can't be there. I'll try to be there for the next one. Just things didn't work out for this one. But nonetheless, though, the content's going to be amazing. I can't wait for this matchup, for these matchups. Um, and, yeah, just thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys tune in. Definitely. Thank you to everyone. And you guys can always remember to sign up and keep you guys up to date with all things uh, the EY podcast and uh, at uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and or Spotify. So make sure you guys do do that. We'll be back next week and to talk about all things Aguilas de la America. And make sure you guys stay tuned to what we have in store for you guys this weekend. Thank you again for everyone who's made this possible, who's given us the opportunity to give us a platform to go and talk to you guys and be part of this great community. And to every single one of you guys who's going to be out there in Houston, we can't wait to meet you. We can't wait to see you. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Christian, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Of course, man. Favorite time of the week. Favorite time of the week, baby. Let's go. Let's get it. All righty, then. We'll be catching you guys very, very soon. Uh, take care. And until next time, guys. Arriba la América.